Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, Crit and Fumble. The last week we uh, made it out of town and we're on our way to the Burrows, where we also met up with a new interesting character named Salarin. We're not too sure what the what's this guy's story, but I'm sure we're going to find out along the way. Um, so we were on our ways to the Burrows, where we unfortunately were betrayed by our friend Eloth that ended up locking us into this this tomb or cave whatever you want to call it so sit back relax and uh enjoy this crazy trip as we try and figure out what's going on with eloth in his mind welcome to episode 18 the rope trip adventurers grab your weapons Kiss your kin. The wilds call. A timeless brawl. Now we roll for initiative. Good and evil fighting for the win. Crit and fumble. Crit and fumble. Critical hit or just a fucking fumble. Cast an eye on the rolling die. Legends rise on. Episode 18, everyone. Woo! 18. Yeah. 18 yeah. Yeah. We're an adult now. Are we? Um, oh, in Alberta. We can drink in Alberta. Except Adam. I could in Alberta. In Alberta, yeah. There you go. Once again, I'm joined at the table with... Golden Axe. It's Dwayne playing Golden Axe. Die Frost. Adam playing Die Frost. Man, last episode was a bit of a surprise. Uh, this is Tash, who is now playing Salarin. This is uh, Kyle playing Gemini, and um, yeah, fuck you, Tash. <laughs> or Elon. wasn't me. No, it just got personal. I sent some hostility in the room today. <laughs> oh, if I get a chance, growing. he's dead. <laughs> uh, this is Neil playing Renego. Hey, and before we start, I just want to give a, a, a little... Uh, kudos to two of our three of our people well myself i can't do it that ran a 50 kilometer race uh today I yeah can, we did here yeah. here so, i, I clap but that's annoying on the mic so yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah well done guys ouch thank you and uh this is gavin playing Flintpin. uh also tired from the run but ready to play some dnd perfect and of course i'm rob your gm and um let's get back into the swing of things we last left off as you had recently got the reveal that Eloth is fine and okay, and in fact, betraying you all as he stole the ring and had now locked you in this tomb, this burrow. The doors closing behind you, and as they close, those doors that you are pushing so hard on begin to slide and move of their own accord open. A quick reiteration of the room itself. The, the large room that you're in has four pillars, all with dragon heads pointing towards the center, which you believe to be magically trapped after Flimpin so <laughs> ingeniously threw his familiar into it, um, triggering the, the mechanism and frying his familiar as well as potentially himself. They're kind of linked. And uh, at the far back of the room is a small, I'd say, room or hallway leading to this altar that you had found before and Diafrost had thrown his dice into it. 
Don't forget about the throne. There's a throne in the middle of the room, right? There's no throne. <laughs> There's never been a throne. The only throne that will ever be in this room is if you guys all die and I craft one out of your bones. <laughs> wow, a little hostility uh, yeah. from the DM. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Somebody else is dying tonight. So how big is the throne? <laughs> Well, there's there's an altar there, right? Maybe you could. I mean, Flimpin might be able to sit on it. Well, that's at the back of the room, though, not the middle. Oh, well, that's the hole of sacrifice. He could still probably sit on it. He could probably climb in it. Should we throw Flimpin in? What would happen to you if we did throw you in there? That would be bad. Omnipresent. (laughs) (laughs) So, fucking Eloth has locked us in the original door we came in, right? Yes. And then we've opened up this new door. There's two new doors that are open. And we haven't looked beyond them. Um, I'll explain to what you see. As they begin to move of their own accord, the rock itself slides back and starts to shift to a side. You can see that there's a stone track um, where uh, this door would be moving. Behind it, on one side, you can see a spiral staircase cutting downward. On the opposite side, appears to be almost like a vault. It's a large door that seems very secure. This one having several um, mechanisms, locks on it. The um the door that's shut behind us. Yeah. Can can we go up to it and can like can we see any possible way of being able to reopen it? You go up to it and you feel along the walls. You can feel the edging of the door itself. Yeah. But there's no mechanism, no handle, no lock. You remember on the other side there's a similar nothing, just the two dials that you had to spin and set to the proper time for dawn and dusk. Do we see any dials on the side walls here or anything? Nothing on the inside. But as you draw it close, roll me a perception check. Is everybody dropping a perception? Anyone that draws close to the uh, I wasn't door. close to it. Natural 20. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, right 25. Again. All right. You both draw close, and you can hear on the other side the soft steps of Eloth slowly walking away. But if you can hear him, likely he can still hear you from within. Fuck you, Eloth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> like a reflex (laughs) (laughs) I start yelling Eloth don't do this open the door joke's over buddy open the door the footsteps start to fade further and further as he continues his walk Uh, flimpin no no I was just thinking you should have um, cast um, what's it suggestion I think I need to be able to have line of sight Oh, you do, yeah. Don't yeah. don't you have that thing where you can remember you got through the bars in the jail where you could go? Yes, to see. Yeah, the other I side. need to be same with suggestion. I need to be able to like see what oh. I'm looking at. Yeah, um. yeah. So, we were originally brought here to figure out. Sorry, I should be in character. We were originally brought here to figure out uh, how we can weaken this necromancer with the um, the sacrificial uh, altar over there. Um, has anybody figured out what it is we are supposed to do yet? We we needed the ring for that, right? The ring yeah. that, that Eloth has. We needed to throw it in there, put more of the necro in, into it. Great. So we have uh, the thing we're supposed to do, but now we don't have the other part of uh, the equation. That's Good. Correct. So yeah. essentially it we need to... walking away on the other side of that door. We Fucking need to get out of Eloth. here and go find Eloth. Or um, I have a spell called Mind Spike. Do I have to have? Do I have to be able to see the creature to use that? You know, I don't know that one off the top. But I believe so. Okay. Just so you know, most spells Need you have to uh, visual. Right. Yeah. 
So uh, Golden Axe wants to go down these stairs. Can I take Black Rabbit with me? Yeah, she's looking a little bit shocked at the Eloth's betrayal. But as you kind of tap her on the shoulder, she looks up at you and you indicate towards the stairs and she gives a nod. Cool. And if I could just get her to check for traps, that'd be great. Yeah. It's okay, we got it. (laughs) I would suggest that um, Difrost and I examine a vault. I mean, we're rogues and it's a vault. Yeah, it is. I'll go go Mm -hmm. with Golden Axe. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with her to go. I too am interested in uh, the vault. Uh, I will. In, um, what is the word I want? Uh, escort uh, Renego and Difrost. Okay. Now, keep in mind, Limpin, your health is about two or three out of your maximum mm-hmm. after you. Actually, yeah. Suicided I, your I could, familiar. Oh yeah. I could use a long <laughs> well, rest. First, as well, let, let's check for traps. Um, we shall check. No, but I'm thinking before we even go downstairs, we should have a long rest. Difrost, you as well are quite weakened. You didn't feel it at first, but um, after you murdered yourself and uh, that essence kind of pooled away, you feel like you're at about half hit points, oddly enough. Oh, I'm at 15. Okay. I don't know if we need to do a long rest, but at least being able to roll some hit dice on a short rest, Mm -hmm. um, and that would give me time to rebuild a familiar. If if I get into any, any type of battle at all, I'm pretty restricted on what I can do without getting my health back. Yeah, but you can um, roll 66 right now. Yeah, you can heal. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Flimpin, to build your familiar, that's not part of a rest action. You have to spend two hours to do that. One to build your familiar, one to rest. Oh, I can't. That's not considered resting? No. Build, building yeah. a, a mechanical thing or casting a ritual spell is not considered resting. Okay, so it's an yeah. hour for me to build my familiar and, and yeah. an hour to short rest. Yeah. So um, I have full hit points. Can I search? Can I check for traps on this vault while they're all having a nap? You can, though. Oh, should something happen, you're all by yourself. Well, I mean, you all might be nearby, but they're all injured. They don't get their hit points till that hour's gone by. I think we should just take a short rest. Okay, it's an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I need to. I'm at three. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm rolling my sixty-six. Golden right. still wants to go down the stairs. Wait. So we each roll sixty-six. So did you want to go? It depends on what your hit dice is. Yeah, so, I want to. Yeah. Rest. It depends okay. on what your hit dice is. You got uh, D8s, yeah. I think. Oh, I uh, Salarin, are I you do. resting? Or are you going to travel uh, with Golden I think Salarin oh, will go with Golden Axe if, uh, if she's making it known that that's her plan. She's making it known that that's her plan. I don't need a rest either, so maybe rather than risk being alone, I'll go with you guys and come back and do the vault later when Difrost is feeling more saucy. Okay. <laughs> so Flintpin, Difrost, and Gemini hang back in the altar room to rest up, um, barely certain that you'll be safe here while the remainder head on. I'm going to leave you a lot to rest um, as it's an hour plus time while the rest of you travel forward. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm back up to full. The stairs themselves spiral down one floor before going on a steady slope. You're pretty sure you're heading back in the same direction as the entrance that you came in. So like you're backing on your, you're coming back on yourself, but going deeper and deeper down the straight stair. Is and this different. area lit? It is not. Other okay. than the light that Golden Axe had cast for Black Rabbit to see. Right. I will cast uh, uh, light as a cantrip. Okay. More light fills, fills the area. As you begin to walk, Black Rabbit stops. I'm not too sure. I haven't seen this before, but there's something strange with these stairs. A mechanism of some sort. I 
think it might be triggered, but I can't see the triggering mechanism. Just that it seems like they move. Can I um, give her a hand and work together to explore it and maybe disarm it? You can. What'd you roll? A four. A four. You feel around, and you're kind of going around the, the edge of the stairs with all your thieves' tools to try and just get it in there and see if you can find what this triggering mechanism is. You're kind of just feeling by touch. All of a sudden, you catch something, and you try and pull your thieves' tool free. It doesn't quite come, but then you give it a swift yank, and as that happens, the entire stair shifts, as well as 20 stairs above you, where everyone else is, and down below, and the entire staircase turns into a slide Woo! as you Yay. all begin to start rolling down. I need everyone on the stair to roll me a reflex save. Uh, which is um, dexterity. Skill? Oh, dexterity. Dex, um, Sorry. Oh well, yeah, I got a three. Oh. Thirteen. Thirteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. The two rogues manage to keep their feet as they begin to slide, while everyone else starts tumbling down, Marcus included. Um, as Marcus is tumbling, you look back and you literally see him coming apart as he's coming down this thing, his head rolling apart from his body, a shoulder and arm sliding down, <laughs> and uh, a leg completely separated. Poor Marcus. Shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Golden Axe is going to collect the pieces as we tumble down, or try to try to grab them as, as you we You try, go. but you're finding yourself kind of going down head first on your back, Ooh. tail sliding back behind you. hope my horns don't break. The slope begins to teeter off. Um, and actually you were deposited at the very bottom of the stairs, um, undamaged, but there's no easy way to get back up. The stairs are now permanently a slide and you can't figure out any way of adjusting them again. But how far are these stairs? Like how far did you slide down? Yeah. Like the length of the stairway. It felt like you're sliding for what was almost, almost a minute. Like it felt like a good while. Ooh. I was like going down a water slide. So we can't see the top of the stairs? No. And then what, what does it enter into? Is it just like a wall? Is it more... So as you get to the bottom, um, you can see that there's a small landing and then several steps that go down into what's almost like pooled water. It extends past to the end of your light. You can see several pillars in the distance um, at the edge of your light and uh, dark vision as if um, used to support this hallway. Anybody up for a swim? Uh... I have a feeling like we should um, throw something in the water first. Don't look at me, Marcus says as he's starting to put himself back together. <laughs> you know, things tend to swim in water, especially in dark, danky dungeons. That's true. Is there a pebble or something I can... No, there actually isn't. It's of actually course. very clean swept here. Golden Axe just wants to go right up to the water and just have a look. Is it fairly clean water? Um, there's a slight shine off the water from your light. It seems like there might be a bit of murkiness, almost like clay water to you. But um, you can see the cobblestone directly underneath where the light's shining. Just further away, it shimmers into a, kind of a murky. I'm going to take a small handful of copper pieces and throw them in the water. Okay. They splatter into the water. You can deduct that from your sheet unless you want to go collect them. Um, as you do, there's no reaction to the water itself. Nothing moves other than the ripples coming back at the edge well then i suggest we swim there's nothing in there they didn't want my copper i want your copper go get it it seems like a waste of money black rabbit says she right. at you. i'm gonna we can't see the bottom of the water you like if you shine your light over top you can see straight down but okay. as it gets further away from you it's just too murky okay i'm gonna step in the water 
Okay. You get wet. How deep is it? It goes to about, um, I'd say about your mid-knee. Mid-knee. All yeah. right. So, so it's, it's not too super deep unless you're flint pin, then you're like wading up <laughs> to your chest. But, um, yeah. I'll look behind me and say, you coming along, Salad? Yes, I'll join you. <laughs> Salad, you would get up to your waist, I believe. You're four foot high. Yeah. Yeah. Golden Axe is going to land cannonball between the two of them. <laughs> uh, I'll pick up Marcus and help, help carry Marcus. He's putting himself back together. Oh, that's nice of him. He has limbs now. He can walk. Okay. It just takes him a little bit as he's kind of like reattaching bones together. Is Black Rabbit following us? Um, not at first. You're kind of stepping into the water. She's looking at, you know, the stone tiles and the walls nearby, being very diligent with looking at the surroundings. But um, as she hears you enter the water, she looks over, looks back up the steps, and then nods and falls behind. Uh, I suggest the person with the light should go first. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't, okay. <laughs> yes, I will start. Do, is there a visible, like, uh, shore on the other side of where we're headed to? Um, at it, this point, or just not of, right like now. a sewer almost? Your dark, uh, the dark vision, which extends 60 feet, would still have water. And you always see, like, these odd pillars every once in a while, about every 30 feet or so, for supporting the roof. Okay. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? Yes. Yeah, I guess we just start walking. You then. first, I give him a little tap, and I'll follow like five feet behind. No him. problem. Salarin's using his uh, Eloth's old staff to just kind of poke every couple of feet as he walks. That's fine. Um, you begin to walk, and about 45 feet down this corridor, you'll see that it actually splits off into a T-section. On either end, you see um, stairs leading up and another set of rooms. What you're noticing, though, as you got further here, as you can see, there's a slight current going forward, drawing deeper into wherever this tunnel is leading you. So the tees off. It tees off, and you can see it, the stairs leading up to smaller rooms on either side. Doors there. So we could choose like right or left, and go upstairs to the right or left. Um, it'd be like you know three or four steps. Oh. To something on the same level. I get it. Just enough to get you out of the water. All right. Well, party. Anyone? Let's go to Choose. let's go to the right, up the stairs. To the rooms? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Very well. Seems dangerous. Um, Black Can Rabbit we... says that she looks at you guys. And my middle name is Danger. I don't have a last name though. <laughs> Renegade really Danger. Renegade Danger. <laughs> As you walk off to the right um, and open up the door, you can see it opens up into an area that you can only describe as a prison cell. Several barred rooms on either end, manacles fixed to the walls, and makeshift cots on the ground. In two of the cells, you can see the remnants of bone. Marcus kind of does this <clears throat> motion as he looks at the bones and takes a step back. <laughs> can we search the room? You can, yeah. Is there just bones, or does there appear to be any sort of other remnants there with them, like bits of clothes um, or bags? like or... a shambled bound with some bones sticking out. Looks like some type of skeleton or skeletal remains. There's no way out of these rooms? There are prisons. The cells, apparently, as you can see, it's just a room, the way you came in, and uh, what you see in front of you. Well, this doesn't look like a happy place. No. Reminds me of home, Black Rabbit says as she looks around. <laughs> 
All right, I'd, I'd like to help search the rooms. All right, roll me investigation. Natural one. Natural one. <laughs> so, Good way to start your evening. I can't see it. So got, wisdom check. Uh, so I've got uh, 12. I think, no, intelligence. Yeah, intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. 12? Uh, intelligence? Uh, oh, no, sorry. Uh, so it would be 10. 10. You begin to search the cells one by one. We're going to go. You rolled a... That'd be a one. A natural one? A natural one. You open this door and it creaks quite loudly as you open it. And as you let go of it and step inside the cell, the door kind of just starts to move out on its own and closes behind you. Just like, just as if it's just waited to close. And as you search the room, you don't quite notice it until you hear this click behind you. Are you closed in one of the cells? Yeah. Of course I am. <laughs> Perfectly safe here. <laughs> cool. Oh, Redigo, that looks, uh, that looks quite well on you. <laughs> My destiny has been fulfilled. <laughs> it's not the first time he's been in a cell. <laughs> it's not. No. Probably Actually, I think my last third either. time. <laughs> but as you step into the cell and you start to look around, as Golden Exit looks into another one, I'm going to say all four of you split up and look into different rooms. Um, Mark is the only one standing back, dying, not wanting to get too close to any other skeletal remains, fearing to mix up the bones or something. You're not too sure. Um, Renigo and Golden Axe. Make me perception checks. Twelve. Twelve. And so that's intelligence again? Uh, that is wisdom for perception. Okay, so I get thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Both of you start looking through it, and to no surprise, you don't find a lot. Renigo, you start to search one of the cots, and you find what looks, looks like looks to be um, like a broken lockpick, a makeshift one made out of um, some scrap piece of metal slowly being filed against the rock to maybe get free of this place. But as you are searching, neither of you notice, no one notices, as these skeleton remains begin to move of their own accord. Kind of saw that coming. Me too. All right, I'm going to draw my short swords. All right. And how far away are they? Well, one is right in the cell with Renigo. Mm. <laughs> the other one <laughs> in Saldron's cell where he's searching. Or beginning to look around. Oh, hey, Salad, look behind you. <laughs> All right, I need you to roll for initiative as these skeletons begin to move and turn towards you with malicious intent. Nine. Six. Fourteen. That's unfortunate for you guys. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a natural 20 and a 17 for the two skeletons. <laughs> Before you can react, the first skeleton grabs onto Renigo or attempts to. Clinging to your pant leg, its claw stretched out to try and tear at you. What's your AC? Uh, 15. Scratching against your armor har armor harmlessly. Meanwhile, Salarin, the other one moves and tries to get at you as well, but finds itself unable to as it's basically trying to pull itself free of the bedding that entangles it. I believe Golden Axe was next with the uh, 14? 14. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take my short swords and um, attack the one that's closest to me. Probably the one with Salarin, seeing how Renegade's locked in a cell with the other one. Well, let's go with that one. So I'm assuming oh, what I'm hearing is there's two of them. There's two of them. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to attack the first one uh, closest, closest to Salarin. No problem. And that would be a seven with uh, plus six. <coughs> Thirteen will be a miss. Okay. Sorry, Salarin. Uh, and I can make another attack? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, extra attack and then off. You get an offhand. <laughs> My offhand is not much better. Uh, we're looking at eight and six, so 14. 14 still a miss. You got one more attack you can make. All right. Give her a shot. And that would be a five, so that's another miss. All three, right. three of them. You start cutting at this thing, slashing at where its crucial organs would have been if it wasn't a skeleton, slashing through the fabric that drapes around it, finding nothing but air. All right, I believe next is Salarin, if I remember right. No, yeah, uh, no, it was. I me. was a six. Yeah, so yeah, it was a nine. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay, I'll I'll uh, attack this thing with my short swords. All right. First one is a thirteen. Thirteen's a miss. Offhand was a uh, sixteen. Sixteen will hit. So you can roll um, just a straight d six. No modifiers. That's a two. Two. You slash into the bone, and you can hear it nick off, but it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you were hoping against your slashing weapons. Um, we're in a we're in a cells. So I'm imagining like like a brick wall and like three walls of yeah. iron bars or something. That's right. And there's just a cot in the room. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Run to go. As you slash at this thing, you turn back for a second, and you hear this. Whoosh, as all of a sudden this dagger goes flying through the bars of the cage or the the cell hitting it black rabbit standing nearby doing a little bit of damage good girl. trying to help out well marcus looks at you all and says it's only a couple of them you guys got this right of course uh well i mean any help that you'd like to give marcus would you know be appreciated <laughs> he claps bonely Thanks, try Mike. and cheer you on. Thanks, Marcus. Salarin. Uh, Salarin is uh, going to cast a chromatic orb of poison. Oh, boy. The one closest to himself. Level one spell. Um, yeah, I will go with level one. Okay. I think. Yeah, I'll go with level one. Attack roll. Uh, nine plus 16 to hit. 16 will hit. I what, is this, what does this spell do? That sounds kind of sassy. It is sexy. a ball of energy that you can choose the damage type on. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah. You just whip it at it. How and big? It hurts it. About four inches in diameter. It's a big ball. That yeah. is a four inches. Mm. Uh, okay, so it's a 3d8 damage. It's a tri ball. Um, so 14, 15, plus I also get a plus four because it's a poison. And I have elemental affinity. Okay. So, um, let's say it was 14, 15 plus four is 19 damage. Wow. 19 poison damage. As this ball of poison hits the skeleton, the fabric itself, you can see it just kind of withering against this thing. But yet it still looks at you menacingly like it wants a piece of you. Top huh. of the round goes to the skeletons. Are skeletons immune to poison? Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> You would think 19 would have done pretty close to kill it. Renego and Salern still manage to evade the attacks as these claws hack and slash towards you, distracting you from potential other threats. Renego. No. Golden Axe. Golden Axe. I'm having a hard time remembering initiative. I miss my cards. Uh, So I'm going to attack the one that uh, Tribal here missed and see what I can do again. Oh, I meant Salarin. That's okay. That's hard to remember. Well, that's a seven, so that'd be another miss. 
Once again, slashing away. Oh my god, 16 actually hit the freaking thing. Yay! Um, so uh, one, uh, so one d six. Here, I'll, I'll roll the other one just for another. Yeah, so that's offhand, and then that's a nine and six. So no, that's a miss. That'd be a fifteen. That'd be a hit. Oh, it would be okay. Sweet. Yeah. And right. then so two. So you roll two d six and add your dexterity mod to one of them. Okay. Um, okay, and where to find my? Oh, so plus three. Is that yeah. weird? Okay. So a six and a two. Okay. Uh, so eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11 damage you start cutting into this thing once again with these daggers you are doing damage to it but it feels like it's not as effective as if you're cutting to a wolf or any other type of creature the bones deflecting off the your blades we're gonna go um yeah i'm gonna keep using my short swords i um oops i want to move like like a closer to the bars that black rabbit could maybe like reach through or do you know what i mean yeah as i'm fighting yeah. So I kind of draw it towards the bar. So no problem. Yeah. Anyways, uh, first one is a twenty, not okay. natural. Yep, it's a hit. Second one is a twenty-two, not natural. All right. So I need you to roll two damage attacks or rolls. Yep. Um, one you'll add your dexterity to. So that is a total of eleven damage. Eleven damage. Once again, cutting into this thing, but not getting very far with hurting it. It just looks at you menacing as you chip a tooth on it. So this is not going well. Yeah, so this... Uh, these strong these, skeletons. These bludgeoning skeleton. weapons would be strong. I don't have any bludgeoning weapons. He does. have a staff. Mm-hmm. Can I Can I make a... I'm just wondering if these skeletons had that sort of glowing... Uh, like the captain. Remember we fought the captain? He had like mm-hmm. that glowing chest. And I'm just wondering if there's something that we can... If we need... If we have to hit it? Um, no, they do not have the glowing chest mm. bomb Orb. like the captain did. Interesting. Is uh, are these skeletons like physically large, like, or are they normal sized people? Um, the one that you're fighting against is quite small. You'd think either the size of a child, halfling, or maybe a woman, a short woman. You're not quite sure. Salarnish <clears throat> size. While the one Sal's fighting, it's only half of the skeleton itself still clawing away. That's all you can tell, pulling away, part, part, pulling away from the bedding. But okay. it seems to be more of a bigger person. I'm going to yell, um, have I moved, I've moved towards the bars, right? Yeah. I'm going to yell at Black Rabbit, um, if you can, grab it through the bars. Are you mad? Yes. No. (laughs) No, I have an idea. Just trust me. It's not going to bite you. That sounds like a horrible idea. Okay. The skeleton attempted to move and attack you back. Um, Black Rabbit... Does not follow your suggestion whatsoever. Of course she doesn't. Problem child. But she does reach into her bag and pull something off and throw it on the ground nearby. A handful of bar bearings on the ground that she tosses there, hoping to trip the thing up as it tries to approach and charge at you. Meanwhile, you hear Marcus say, Uh, guys, they're not the only problem that we have down here. As he's looking towards the door. The water's moving. Oh, no. <laughs> Locked in the cell. Gemini's officially <laughs> glad she stayed upstairs. Golden like, Axe is going to uh, take like, her uh, amulet of uh, breathing uh, underwater. Yeah. And just put that uh, around her neck. Okay. Well played. You mean the water's moving as in like the level's rising? Like it's, it's flooding? Um, well, that's what Marcus said to you. You aren't in a position to see yourself. Right. So... I think, attack is it right now? I think we need to get Rena go um, out of the. It would the, be Elos' turn now. 
I'm sorry, right. what? Sorry. Salarin. Sally's oh. turn. <laughs> well, it's it's going to be difficult for me to pick a lock when fighting a skeleton at the same time. Okay. Maybe Black Rabbit could pick the lock while I fight. It's my turn, did you say? Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. I am going to... Uh, I'm going to try to bludgeon one of these fuckers with my staff. That's what I'm going to do. All right. And... 14, 18 to hit. 18 will hit. And I didn't write down the stats for that, so I don't remember what it is. I think it's... Quarter a, staff's a D8. D8. Oh, no, sorry, D6. It's a D6. D8 was with a spell that I had for my old character. Is it D8 with two hands? Or it might it be versatile. D4. It is a versatile. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it would be a D8 with two hands. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. 1D8. Okay. Four. Four. Yay. Plus your strength modifier? One. A total of five. You crack into this thing and you hear the bone crack and crunch. It seems to be weakened by your poison. And as you land this heavy quarterstaff into it, the skull itself starts to crumble and fall apart. A skeleton not moving for now. Uh, for educational purposes, 1d6 default, versatile 1d8. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Golden Axe. Golnax is going to try it. She's going to go over to the door where Rena goes at and see if she can kick it in. Sure. Roll me a strength check. That would be a six and then strength. So that'd be a six. Six. Uh, how long has it been? Am I done resting yet? Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. can, can I figure out where the fuck everybody is? Oh, it's been not very long at all. That's what happens when you Damn. split the party. This is why we stay together. I just have my feet up like, ah, it's mm-hmm. sure nice up here. Isn't this like in the player's manual, don't split the party? There's a song about that, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something else we've already talked about, too. Goldnax, you kick this door, and it whines and creaks as you kick it, but no visible signs that it's moved at all. Did you see that skeleton that I hit died? It's done? or It's just not moving right it? now. Okay. It has it's crumbled. That doesn't really make sense, does it? Yeah. <laughs> died again. Did the skeleton die? Ready to go. Yes. I'm just having tea with a skeleton. The skeleton comes moving towards you, caught into those ball bearings, and slips. You don't have any bludgeoning weapons, but the ground is hard as any. As it falls down, one of the arms on it breaks, crumbling and shattered. It starts to climb back up to its foot, if eat, and comes at you again, hitting you. For six points of damage as its claw rakes across you. That's not very friendly. Pick up what his do arm. you do? Um, I'm actually gonna run. It, I'm thinking, hoping that the cot isn't um, attached to the ground or anything. Okay. I want to pick up the cot and ram the cot into the skeleton. Sure. Make me a strength check. Five. Five. All right. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> gotta hit the gym. Gotta hit the gym. These cots themselves are metal. They're pinned on the backside, and a slight a chain dangles from the wall down to them to hold them erect. And you think, okay, I'm just going to pull this off and then unhook the chain and hit this thing with it. You have enough strength to pick it up off the pins. And then as you try and maneuver this big metal cod, it's too much weight. One end clunks down to the ground, and you fight it, and it hits the chain, and you are now hold this cot, but it's like very awkward, and it's still attached to the wall. You said erect. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, there's Renigo. <laughs> They'll All take right. your action, though. That's my action. All right. 
thought you were going to pick up his arm and beat him with his own arm. I could have. Yeah. No, it was shattered, though, <laughs> wasn't it? Mm. All right, where are we at? Me? Do I get to go? Um, no, it would be Black Rabbit's turn. Oh, yeah, right. And as she watches you do this, <laughs> she just kind of stops. <laughs> she had her, her bow out, an arrow ready to be notched to fire at this thing, and she almost drops the arrow and like, what the hell are you doing? Kind of look about her. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you can hear the door that you had opened earlier start to close as Marcus is pushing against it with all his mites. This isn't good, guys. Whatever's back there, it's big. There's something back there or water? There's something pushing it. Oh, man. Maybe it's good I'm in the cage. <laughs> Eloth. <laughs> no, he's not big. Pretty strong. Mm -hmm. All right, Salarin. <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. Is the skeleton in a place inside the cell that I could reach him with my staff? Like, could you I could attack him with disadvantage. The, with disadvantage, y'all. That's not going to work Roll well. Roll twice and ro take the lower result. Oh, I know. Um, I am going to cast something then. Okay. This seems like a really... Is that a spell? What does something then do? It's a really stupid idea, but I'm going to cast... Oh, no, wait. It's Golden Axe is right beside me, isn't she? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to cast that then, because that will hurt her. I am just going to cast a uh, Ray of Frost cantrip. Okay. Uh, 25. Well, once again, this will be with disadvantage. You went through a Ray. Oh, man. Well, then... Shooting through the bars. Not easy. Okay, well, then 10. Ten will miss. This ray of frost shoots past you around to go and hits the wall. You can see this kind of almost beautiful like spider web of icicles just whoosh, across the wall that starts to fade against the stone. Oh, pretty. Golden axe. Um, is there any way I can use my ping to see what's coming down the hallway? You can. How do I, how do, I do that? I know how to make the sound. Is that like a submarine thing? Ready, ready for it? <laughs> and then what, then what happens? I don't know what to do. <laughs> It's, I believe your ability is called Divine Sense. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Let me grab got, it out I here. I got Divine Favor. I don't it's know. Like, I believe that's a spell. That's different. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they do that in the Hunt for Red October movie? Send out one ping to find yeah. the other submarine. Bing! Bing. Bing. Say it's, that's like an editor's nightmare um, right that was a That was a message in Hunt for Red October. You may have missed the point. Oh. It was oh. literally to establish contact with an enemy sub. Oh, right. Okay. To see if they're friendly. Hey, it's been like 15 years since I've seen that movie. Wasn't it also the sound for a new message in ICQ or Simpatico or something? Oh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Why did they put the paladin so far back in the book? Just because I don't remember your... Divine Sense. You, at the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you that's not behind total cover. You know the type and whose presence... Uh, uh, of any being whose presence you sense but not its identity, so you can know if it's a vampire or what type of creature it would be. So you send this ping out, and you wait diligently for its return. Um, that, I believe, is a standard action to do. It is a standard action. I see it here now. Okay, sorry about that. No, no problem. Okay, so I'm just waiting to sort of see what, what pings back here. Yeah. Um, in the meantime... Do I, do I need to keep, like, keep my focus always that way, or can I actually... You can move around, but your action's taken, so you can't hit anything. You can't kick a door. You can't, okay. I don't know, hug Black Rabbit. Those are all actions. I mean, more a pet. Pet Black Rabbit. Also probably an action, if she'd let you. No, I don't know. Okay. I'm I'd just, love to I'm see just, you try. I'm pinging for now. All right. Now who? 
I've lost track. It'd be Renego. It's me? Yeah. So this skeleton's standing again, right? After yeah, it lost it's, its arm? It's standing. One arm trying to claw at you. Um, so I'd like to try and tackle it and football tackle it into the bars. Perfect. Roll me an athletics check. Uh, 14. 14. All right. Seems you kind of mediocre. Push it into this bar and you hear a crack as its head literally rolls back against the bar as you crack it back there. And for a second, it seems dazed, but it starts to kind of turn its head towards you. Still alive. Creepy. But I've got it pressed against the bars, right? Yeah. So I yell out to my friends, grab it. Black Rabbit walks up to it and takes the hilt of her dagger or attempts to. Sneak attack dice. And cracks it. Nice. The head just crumbles and there's no more fight against you. Well played, Black Rabbit. I'm going to let let it drop to the ground. Grab my ball bearings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll grab your ball bearings. You Can you pick this lock for me? Fine. I'll, I'll run around and start picking up all of her ball bearings. <laughs> Meanwhile, as the door begins to close, Marcus working against it as best he can. He's not very strong being a skeletal person. And he probably wasn't that strong to begin with before he losing all his muscle mass. You get this ping back. It's undead. And... It seems to be many parts of many different people animated together as one large creature moving through the water. It's the level boss. <laughs> <laughs> You'd know this is a flesh golem. Flesh golem. Flesh golem. That sounds bad. Is that bad? No, that sounds bad. No, God, no. It sounds bad. It's not bad. No, no it's a friend. It's totally it's not, okay. I didn't say it was uh, friendly. I just be, said it wasn't bad. It could be just coming for tea. could be... Could be just for tea, right? No, I doubt it's tea, tea that it's looking mm -hmm. for. So but your sense is cut off as Marcus finishes closing the door, latching it, and leaning against it. And he just puts a single bony finger up to his head. And you can hear the movement through the water. This thump and thump echoing. The, squish, the splashing noises of this thing moving, patrolling down the hall. Meanwhile, upstairs, you guys are having this nice, calm, relaxing rest. Oh, oh I, I feel fantastic. I, I don't know about you two, but uh, that was oh. a great rest. Yeah, yeah I feel great. Felt awesome. Wow. <laughs> Ten minutes goes by and no sign of the party. Twenty minutes, an hour goes by, and there's no sign of those that went down uh. below. You feel better. You feel recovered. There's no sign of them, but there's also this nice looming vault door in front of you as well. Yeah. What I feel do, like do the three of you do? The one, the, the vault door is the one that leads down to everything, right? But we don't know that. No, the no. vault door leads to what you only assume to be masses of treasure. No, they said, they there had two vocally doors. discussed with everybody that they were going to take the stairs. Yeah. yeah. And so, now that it's been an hour, I Flimpin would definitely go check. Yeah, there's... Yeah, they went down the stairs. Yeah. You would have seen them gone down the stairs. You're just resting. Now, yeah. if we go look, does, is there still stairs going down, or do we see that they're now a slide? Well, you see stairs at first. So it looks like a normal set of stairs from where you are. But, and like I said, behind you is that big door sitting there. I'm going to... I would definitely be too intrigued by the door. I'm going to, obviously, careful not to walk in the middle of the room and go check out the door. Yeah, you skirt around. Checking for traps along the way. Um, no, I want to stick the group together. I say, let's go downstairs. 
I I agree agree with uh, Gemini Difros. Um, we'll we'll check out the vault in just a minute. Uh, our friends may be in trouble. It's been over an hour now. Come, let's go. I'm just gonna start walking down the stairs. Yeah. Um, Flintpin as well. He's gonna make his way down the stairs cautiously, concerned. Like he thinks something's up. It's been an hour. You know. Yeah. It's like the, okay. Yeah. I'm letting out a sigh and I'm walking down with them. Yeah, Checking like for traps along the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let him lead then. You no, are, do you have a light source of some kind? All of you can see in the dark. Yeah, we can, oh, see, yeah, the we dark, can yeah. see in the dark. Yeah. As you start to walk, your gray vision focusing on the stairs going deeper and deeper until you notice that the stairs stop and it's just a straight slide heading downward. <sighs> hmm. I can't imagine this was like this before. I, they wouldn't have gone down... Uh-huh this no this slope goes beyond your vision more than 60 feet down well you know going down this means we're not coming back up i would like to check out the vault does um does anybody have a rope uh my rope was cut up and used to tie up a black rabbit i don't i I don't have a rope anymore i still have 50 feet of rope but uh let's, let's see if we can hear anything um, uh, your rope, the last time you left it, you ended up tying it on the big ship and then to a boat, or to one of the boats. Did I not collect it back? I thought I did before we got off, once the boat was back. Maybe I not. believe that rope was also cut. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Boat yeah, okay. Never mind, sorry. I need to, to cross that off. I don't have a rope anymore. I have 50 feet of rope, but that's not enough. Can Flimpin just try to listen quietly? He'll tell everybody else to shut up. Roll me a perception check. Okay. Uh, ten. Ten. It's quiet. The only thing you can make out right now is the sound of breathing as both Difrost and Gemini are probably leaning in like, what do you hear? <laughs> breathing into your uh, ear. Oh, all I can hear is you. You two are so fucking loud. <laughs> all right. Can we all focus on trying to hear something? Yeah, I'd let each of you um, whirl up to check. See what in. you hear. I, I can't um, hear anything. Gemini's gonna push by, push by, and be like, "Bonsai, motherfuckers!" And I'm just gonna jump down. Okay. I rolled a twenty-one. All right. Uh, Ge- no, Gemini. Okay. Gemini dives and starts to slide down, and as she does, you kind of listen, and you hear her moving against the stone. But beyond that, you hear water below, moving water, and this uh, sounds like. A heavy matted fist against stone down below. That doesn't sound good to me. Unless that it was, sounds really not good. Unless Gemini took a uh, bad landing. No, we still heard her sliding down while heard hearing this boom boom in the water. That's not our. That does not sound like our our group. Well, I'm not sure that we have much choice than to go I'm, down. Here. I'm pulling up my dice, and I'm. Um, I'm going to roll it on one, like, I'm just going to roll it well, he's careful doing not this. to drop it down the ramp or anything. Uh-huh. As soon as he's distracted and doing it, Flintpin's going to push him down the slide. <laughs> okay. How? You <laughs> love it. You, you want to p- p- do a... Pres- roll me an athletics check with advantage. You can roll athletics. Hey, if you're standing at the edge, you don't see it coming. That's what I'm saying. That's why you have advantage. He doesn't see it coming. You're, you're occupied. Uh, 17. Um, shit, 15. Okay. Also, roll me a dexterity check. Dexterity. Um, seventeen. Seventeen. All right. 
you catch your dice as you begin to fall down the slide, following after Gemini seconds after Flimpin. Do you jump after or do you wait a second? Uh, no, I think Flimpin was like in a bit of a hurry. Uh, okay. So he, he saw Difrost going for his dice and he's like, we don't have time for this and shoves him down and goes right after him. All right. The three of you slide one after another down this slope for what feels like a minute, going further and further, a good few meters between each of you at least. Gemini, the furthest down, having jumped quite early. Difrost? Um, how how far apart are the walls? But like from in the from the stairs, how far apart are the it's, walls? It's um about the width of like a wide doorway, I'd say. All right, would I have enough time to try and like put my dice away? And like try and stick my arms out to one side, my legs out to the other to slow myself down and catch myself. Roll me, hmm. Roll me acrobatics check with disadvantage as you're trying to catch your dice and put it away. Okay, well, I'm going to do that first. I'm not going to like do that while simultaneously. Like, I try to put my dice away first and then do that. Just roll with disadvantage. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, it wouldn't matter. Both are crappy rolls. Um,. What's the worst one, though? The worst one is a three. <laughs> but with nice. proficiency, that is a 12. Okay. Wait, your proficiency is 11? He's an expert. He has expertise. Yeah, I have it. acrobatics oh, of six plus proficiency. Oh, okay. Uh, nine. Yeah, my math was wrong. He has his dexterity, and then he has double proficiency on it for expertise. Oh, mm. man, that's crazy. You yeah. uh, you have a look of consternation on your face right now. <laughs> it's like, why am I tumbling down these stairs? <laughs> yeah. You managed to, um, actually here, roll me your dice. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, a two. A two. A yes, if that means anything. It does. You managed to get your dice stowed away, but unfortunately enough for you, your, the action of just kind of grabbing this thing and carefully getting it stowed away in your pocket means that you're not able to keep your footing and your gentle slide turns into more of a roll. Okay. <laughs> now you're tumbling down this. Aren't your dice magical now? Yeah, but they only do something after a long rest. Oh. Once a day, actually. Once a, oh, once a day. Yeah, oh. they, they don't charge off how much you sleep. Oh, okay. That'd be a really weird magical item. Yeah. All right. Gemini, you're the first to reach the bottom. I'm going to say because you're shoved. Or no, because you jumped. Yeah, I jumped. Head first? No, no, feet first. Feet first. Like, okay. I was thinking, like, literally, like, push these guys out of the way, and I'm just like, bonsai, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> and I jumped. So you jumped down this thing, and you picked up some good speed going down feet first. Mm-hmm. As you reach the bottom, it does slope out gently to mm-hmm. the very bottom, but you meet, you meet the water as you hit it. As you get your feet wet, and you look down, you can see this big hulking creature standing at about 45 feet away at this crossroads where the steps are, this door. Literally, fist pounding into the wall, trying to get at it. It doesn't seem to be that smart because it's not hitting the door itself, but hitting the wall nearby as it's quite large. Is there any way I like like I'm guessing these guys are coming right down behind me? But is there anywhere place I can kind of like tuck and roll into and hide? Not much. There's those pillars about thirty feet forward, closer to the creature. I'm gonna. And there's the water itself. You probably could get down low and into. It's about two feet deep. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll just kind of like go into like a somewhat kind of like prone position. Roll me a stealth check. Meanwhile, Difrost, you fall tumbling down, rolling, 
as you would you roll a two I can't see that far natty one a nat one I'm gonna start choking on the water <laughs> um I'm gonna say because of your relationship with Difrost he comes rolling down and almost hits you with his foot as he collides and as you do, you're like, what the fuck, you little motherfucker? And, like, literally yell at him as, like, this kind of, like, I'm trying to be quiet here. And this thing turns. God damn it, Gemini. Flimpin, you're sliding down <laughs> shortly behind these two. I do like flesh golems. Uh, as I'm approaching the bottom, what do I see? I see the uh, Gemini and Difrost. Um, at the bottom of like the stairwell. So as you're approaching, you see Gemini probably like on all fours, trying to like keep herself down low to the water. Mm-hmm. Flimpin or, or not Flimpin, Difrost literally like, tumbled down, his foot almost like colliding with her, um, and, like just sprawled out. And you come sliding down, and beyond them, as you kind of start to dust yourself off and stand to full height, you see this large creature sewn together from several body parts of many people a mass of muscle literally large the size of a bear eyes glowing softly as it turns and starts to walk towards you can I cast detect thoughts <clears throat> yes um I kind of forget how that spell works don't you oh you There's tell no. me just the initial surface level and then if I want to dig deeper you can Kill. make us a... okay <laughs> <laughs> In that case, uh, do I see anything in between me and it? Yeah. Two squishy targets. <laughs> Who are the squishy targets? Difrost and Gemini. Okay. okay. Can I yell at them to get down? Um, they already are kind yeah. of on the ground. Okay. But um, let's get everybody into initiative as okay. down below, I'm just going to kind of catch you guys up. This creature came down, turned towards the room, and heard you in there and for the past 45 minutes you hadn't bothered trying to take it on yourselves it's big you're injured from the skeletons and it's been sitting there pounding on the door and the wall trying to break in would they have heard gemini being a dumbass and just like yelling probably okay all right then i'm gonna say it's probably like super high (laughs) tension there and like every few seconds there's like dead silence and this pound from this thing trying to get in and all of a sudden, you hear her yell at Difrost. Wait, it's trying to get in, but I thought I saw it. I'm confused. It was trying to get into the room they were in. Oh. Because they're on that edge of the hallway. Yeah. A couple stairs. We're in the jail door. Now yeah. it's coming at us, though. Perfect. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I rolled a 20, not natural, for initiative. 20. That's funny. So did I. Not 20. Not natural. Who has the higher dexterity? Me. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've only got a one. Yeah, I have a... What, what was it? That's fine. Yeah. Need everybody else to roll, though. Uh, Flimpin rolled a five. Do you need us to roll that are in the other room? Oh, yes. Oh. Well, I'm assuming you're going to get involved. Of course, yeah. This creature's been trying to break into the room you're in, and suddenly is distracted. All right, I rolled a 16. 16. Goldnax rolled a seven. Three. Right. Well, it makes sense. Everyone in the room downstairs. Well, let me just roll two more dice. Everyone more. downstairs in that room. Yeah. Black Rabbit. Oh, and I see. Okay. Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. Um, everyone downstairs is sitting there waiting for this creature to go away. And 
as he finally starts to go away, you are the last to react. Now the creature's turn. Or I got to roll for him to see where he goes up. Right. Difrost. This creature's approaching. It's dragging its fists through the water. One of them appears to be slightly bloody from beating it against the wall for a while. But seems to not care about the pain. Okay, um, how far away are these pillars that would be side by side? 30 feet away. The creature's 45 feet from you. He's just starting to turn towards you. Okay, um, I am going to throw, bring out my rope. Okay. And I'm going to toss one end to Gemini. Okay. And I'm going to say run to that pillar and I'm going to run to the one adjacent to it. And I'm going to like try and pull it tight and tie it around the pillars hoping that it'll trip over the rope. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, Who came up with that idea? Right here. Yeah. <laughs> add act, add right. action that, that, That's exactly what I was <laughs> right. thinking of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Gemini. Are yeah. you doing, this, doing that? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely following suit. Yes. Yeah. Considering how closely you two rolled in initiative, you both move almost in unison, catching the rope and running towards these pillars, drawing closer to this creature, seeing it more and more in detail as you get closer and closer. You can see that it appears to have the skull of, well, it's like a malformed head, like patches of skin sewn over several bits of skull and bone glued together, fused. Its hair parting and balding as if it's just starting to rot and fall apart. And its muscles are held together by stitches and staples. Would that um, would that count as my action roll then or no? Oh, it'll count as both your actions as you move yeah, up okay. there to tie okay. this thing. Okay. Oh, but we both have bonus actions, so don't we? Yeah. Difrost, yeah. you can use yours to get away. Yeah, I'm going to use mine to get away back up. Can I... Can you describe these pillars a little more? I'm wondering, can I, can I climb one of these pillars? Um, so the room itself is about 20 feet tall, the pillars. Okay. Um, it's just straight stone, almost like climbing a large telephone pole. How... This this creature, like when he's you know walking along, how how tall would he be? Um, he is over ten feet tall. Okay, he's quite big. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to to climb one of these. Like I'm thinking, like like telephone pole telephone pole style. I'm gonna like you've just bear hug it. moved thirty feet, tied a rope around this pillar. Yeah. You're out of movement. Oh, okay. You have a bonus action. You could throw with your offhand with a boomerang. Mm. That might piss it off. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Okay, no, I'm just no, I'm just gonna back off then. I'll back, I'll, I'll back off to where Di, uh, is. You do not have the ability to dash like he does. He can run as a he can move again as a, a, da, a bonus action. Oh, that's a rogue ability, and a monk. Ooh, okay. Um, boomerang it. <laughs> no, no, we wanted to run toward yeah. where I and um, fl- and Flimpin are. So it'll trip over. I'm the wondering road. if maybe I could like make a sound to try and piss it off more. Um, you can try. Hit it. Caca, caca. Uh, okay, this is gonna be. Oh, this is stupid, but but I can't move it all right. Can I? You're out of movement. You've moved thirty feet. You've moved up to this pillar, tied the rope around it. Would I? Would, it would this be considered as movement? Like, would I literally be able to like a step, take a step out from the pole? From the pole? Like, I'm like I'm thinking, just like step out from it, and be like ah. Uh, you could. Although that's still stupid too. Okay, no, you know what? I'm just going to tuck down in the water. I'm going to literally tuck down by this pole and just try and hide. Okay. Roll me a yeah. stealth check. <laughs> this might end poorly for you. Yeah, it's going to four. Wow. 
<laughs> no. Rob's looking up Flesh Golem. <laughs> yeah. I had the page open earlier. But... I just want to put it out there that I think the rope thing was pretty good. That was the rope thing was pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, so well, somebody else come yeah. and get my back here right away then. If we not, got this you. Thing's about I think yeah. I'm next in the initiative. I think so. Somebody come up and grab me and drag me away or something because this thing's going to Where's the needle off to cast darkness when you need it? <laughs> I don't th- remember. <laughs> undead use their scent, not their vision. We learned that the hard way in episode 16. Oh, plug the uh, nose. Here we are. I learned that the hard way. Oh, Flintpin's not going to like this guy at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got singled out. <laughs> Gavin, you know dice statistically. What's better? 3d10 or 2d12? Uh, 3d10, 10. I would guess. 3d10. Yeah, 3d10. All right. It moves forward. Yeah. And sees you there, Gemini. And it walks up, reaching out with this gnarled hand. And attempts to grab you. But he was distracted. It's not hard to Roll me an athletics check. God. Oh, I'm so, okay. Um, Dexterity check. It's athletics. Athletics. Oh, athletics. Uh, so, so what'd you roll? Uh, Seventeen. Okay. It reaches out, tries to grab you, but you duck down. Luckily enough, your hair was recently cut shorter, or it would have grabbed you right by the hair and yanked you into its fist. <laughs> <laughs> What's your AC? Thirteen. Its other hand fist comes flying towards your face. Do I get to try and dodge that one too? No. Please? <laughs> 12 points of damage oh. as it collides with you. Ouch. It's a strong Crunch. guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. You definitely got your bell rung there. Renego. All right. I'm just going to come bursting out of the jail room and loose off an arrow. And I happen to have a couple of poison arrows left. Don't know if it'll do anything with the flesh golem, but... All right. Yes. Fire. Uh, arrow. 18. 18. That's going to hit. Uh, oh, I rolled a six. So I get my dexterity modifier or my modifier on that. You do. So I get nine. Nine points of damage. Plus it's poisoned. I don't know if that does anything, but let's hope. <laughs> the arrow strikes into its back and it roars, reaches back and tears the arrow out of its flesh, dropping into the water. Your turn's done. Unless you want to use your bonus action for anything. Uh, right. Okay, so um, I'm behind the golem. They're um, they're on the other side of the golem with this rope. Yeah. Right? Um, and I get another action, right? Well, you have your bonus action. You've I, moved out into the area, shot an arrow at its back. Can it's 15 I, feet away from you. Now I can dash? You can dash. You can draw closer or stay or draw run further away. How far can I dash? 30 feet. 30 feet. So can I attempt to um, dash by it? And kind of like do like the old ninja off the wall beside it and then go around it. You know what I mean? Like a matrix wall run? Yeah. <laughs> matrix, can I do a matrix wall run? It's going to kneel the shit out of it. Oh, now I miss Eloth. That's like an Eloth move. <laughs> roll me. Let's say roll me an acrobatics. I'm assuming you're trying to jump up on the wall and run along the wall. Yeah, I'm trying to like, so I don't have to like run through the thing, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, roll me an acrobatics. Prince of Persia. Would you roll? Oh, no. Um, so with my modifier, that was an 11, but 11. I rolled a two. Okay. Awesome at acrobatics. Just, just about <laughs> as awesome as Difrost. <laughs> you 
start running and jump up on the wall and start walking and you slide and lucky that you did because as you do it's iron goes swinging back to try and hit you and you've just dropped just enough but you land at the, at the side or the, by the pillar right by where it is and you don't get to go further as it just swings at you and you don't get to go go where you wanted to go <sighs> well at least it missed it did miss all right but i'm essentially beside it um yeah you're about five feet away but okay. it has reach all right all right Next up it was a 10. I don't remember who rolled it. I want to say Eloth or Glintpin. Or not uh, Eloth. Glintpin's five. Sal. I think E, Sal, three. I was three. only of three or four. Golden yeah. Axe? I was last. Seven. I rolled a seven. Right. Oh, no. The 10 was right. <laughs> um, you're going to see Black Rabbit come out into the hall, see what you guys are fighting. And then start backing away further towards the darkness, to a direction it came, away from it. Fair enough. She tries to tuck away and hide. <laughs> Marcus Did walks out. Well, ain't that interesting. A flesh golem. He's a big fucker. We gonna fight it? He says, looking at Golden Axe. Oh, yeah. Shit. All right. And he, uh... Starts to cast a spell. You can see, um, watch let me roll something for Marcus. Yeah, you, you can see him arcing electricity as he shoots his bolt at it. Hitting. So try and find my dice. Where's my d8? And you can see the scorch mark, mark hit it on the shoulder as it kind of flexes and twitches from the hit. Alright, who's up next? It's one of you guys. I believe it's Golden Axe. Golden Axe. Ooh, okay. Um, how far am I? How far away am I from this creature at this point in time? Um, you're about thirty feet. You're about fifteen to the room that you were in before, and then fifteen to the creature. It's not very far. Perfect. Um, can I cast Moonbeam? Moonbeam. Yeah. So it uh, Moonbeam is. It says here that it's a five foot light radius of forty feet high. Um. Like, uh, so it engulfs the creature in ghostly flames, so searing pain 2d10 on failsafe or half unsuccessful. Nice. Yes. You know, give that a shot. So what's the save? What's the save? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think Paladin is wisdom, aren't they? Moonbeam yeah. sounds like, like a it's my little be, um, Right? <laughs> I'm going to pull up my, eight, my eight plus your, your wisdom. 8 plus proficiency plus your wisdom. Right. So this should be 11 plus your wisdom modifier. Oh, no, charisma modifier for you. Sorry. Charisma. Oh, you're right. Charisma. Shuffle, shuffle. Sorry, I was just writing down the initiative order, so I stopped forgetting it. Oh, I wrote it down. Uh, so my charisma is 16. And then what, what am I adding to that? Is that what I'm... Your charisma, so it's a modifier of 3. So the oh, okay, yep. of 14. Um, okay. And that's... Uh, what was it a reflex save, you said? Yeah, I think so. All right, it hits. Roll damage. Nice. Uh, did I need to roll to see if I hit it? Or no, it just no. hits. Okay. It's yeah, a, a save, a so it, okay. it rolls to void. And there's, ooh, <sighs> I get to see what what my damage here is. So I am rolling uh, 2d10. I'm yeah. going to need another d10. Someone's getting from. That's a 12. Oh, is that? Ooh. It looks like a top. Sorry. That's all right, I got it. <laughs> Check out that reflex. Nice. I got a one and a two. <laughs> Giddy up. 
Three a little damage. rusty on that moonbeam. Oh, my, <laughs> my little pony doesn't. What's a My Little Pony spell? <laughs> Golnax charges this big, bright light from her and just points at this creature and she extends her finger. You see this little wisp of energy <laughs> and just poke up for three points of damage. It makes the same sound as your ping. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I used it. Oh, that I, was pretty. I've never, I've, never, I've never seen a flesh golem giggle before. <laughs> um, after that was sorry. Dead. After that was Flintpin. Flintpin. Uh, Flintpin is going to cast mirror image on himself, and then with my move action, I would like to dig through my bag and draw out my two flintlock pistols. Okay, and that's it. You're gonna be all badass. This is the first time we've seen the pistols. Yeah, yeah we is. don't even know what they are. Don't shoot yourself. You don't even know not. how they work. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the, the knockback's gonna go make you go flying. Salarin, hold my beer. All right, Salarin's <laughs> gonna uh, very slowly stick his head out the door of this room and just to kind of get a gauge of what's going on. Is there anyone in the immediate vicinity of? The opening of this room? No, uh, well, you would see Golnax there, Flintpin there, just like outside the room, standing right. into that wide hallway. But there's Down. no one, no one right within like ten feet of the doorway. Say, probably not. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, step out into the room then and cast uh, Thunderstep. The reason I was asking is because if there's anyone in my immediate area, it can hurt them. Okay, when I cast it so. Um. Now, why don't you describe Thunderstep for all those curious listeners? So, uh, Thunderstep allows you to teleport to an unoccupied space within 90 feet. Um, it drops a big thunderous boom when you disappear. And, um, oh yeah, maybe that won't work for this. Each creature within 10 feet has to make a constitution save. Uh, 3d10 on fail and half of that on a save. Mm-hmm. The thunder is heard for 300 feet. And you can also grab a buddy or bring objects with you when you teleport. Okay. So basically you make a big thunderclap where you were and then you show up somewhere else. Right. So that won't work in this case. So I'm actually not going to use it, but it's good that everyone now knows how it works. We all know cool. your spell. Thank you for that. <laughs> so the goal I'm guessing was to have it roll that 3d10. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was where you land, not right. where you take off. Well, right. It was what was in my brain. In, in so. future, well, that'll probably be really useful. Yeah. Can you yeah. run up to it and then cast it? Mm, is, yeah, you could run up to it and as cast long as it. no one else is within ten feet of it. Uh, oh, so no. there is a Gemini and a Difrost both within. No, not Difrost. A Gemini no. and a Renego both within ten feet. I, I believe I'm five feet away from it. Do you want to yeah. roll for three d ten damage? Uh, no, no. Okay then. <laughs> no. Negatory. I will just stick my head out the door and cast a chromatic orb. What yeah. flavor of chromatic orb? Oh, well, I think I'll skip the poison, even though I do get bonus damage for that. And just go with uh, maybe thunder will damage uh, lightning. a dead thing. Okay. It says thunder on mine, but maybe it meant lightning. I oh, it's lightning or thunder. Acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder. Thunder being more of a sound effect. Yeah. I'm going to go with thunder. Okay. Even though you said lightning and I probably should use lightning. <laughs> Doesn't matter anyways. What did you roll? I rolled a three on the dice. Plus uh, seven with my bonuses. It turns to dodge out of the way and literally steps into this thing. Gets hit by it. Oh. Okay. Okay. It has a pretty low AC. It's Um, big. 
It's a humongous of I guess I would have had to declare what level I was casting that at before I rolled, hey? Yeah. Okay. Has this thing um, moved anywhere closer to our rope? Or is it just kind of standing? It's standing right by the rope. Okay. But it had a target to swing at. Yeah. Your pretty smiling face. It's not so pretty anymore. Pretty All right. Good. So it's it just going to be... A, <laughs> I was just, oh. yeah, I was just about to say. Just going to be a level one then with uh, 3d8 damage. Okay. So uh, 14, 15, 16... 16. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. East, what does that do on a higher level? It does another 1d8 per level. All right. It hits. That thing roars as it, its hands go up to its ears to try and muffle the sound. Top of the round. Difrost. All right. I would like to pull out my oil flask. Okay. And I would like to light it and see if I can light an arrow. Interesting. Oh. And yeah, then I'd like to shoot a flaming arrow at it. Hmm. I'm going to say it's going to take you an action to prepare an arrow because you're going to have to actually yeah. wrap that arrow with cloth before doing that to make yeah. it actually effective. Yeah. Um, lighter fluid on a piece of metal is not going to light for very long. Yeah, no, no. Um, and this is oil. So I'm going to say, if you want, you can start preparing some arrows. And let's mm-hmm. say I'll let you roll a D6 to see how many you can prepare in a round. Okay. As you get them ready. D6. You know, I'm rolling my special dice to see to D6. So, all right, a six. Okay. So you sit there and you start wrapping several arrows and then you pour your oil on them mm-hmm. that are ready to light and fire. Sweet. Make a perception check while you do. <laughs> Natural one. Okay, several drops of the oil hits the water, but you see nothing special. Oh, shit. Gemini, this thing's right in front of you. Um, I think I might regret this, but I'm going to try it anyways. Um, okay, so uh, Gemini is going to stand up, obviously now extremely pissed off after having her face bludgeoned in. Um... And uh, uh, I want to. Ch- I want to try. I want to try. And uh, am I am I standing like kind of like in front of this guy right now, or am I standing behind him? Like, can he, like, is he paying attention to me at all? So, can you see me? There's this pillar. He's standing right beside the pillar where the rope is, directly mm-hmm. in front of him. You're on the other side of that. So he's reached around, tried to grab you. That didn't work. So he just swung around oh. and punched you. Okay, uh, I'm going to untie basically untie my side of the rope. Okay. And I want to run around this guy with, with the rope and I'm just going to start running around his feet. As you're trying to tangle him up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at the same, and at the same, and at the same time as I'm, as I'm running around, um, I don't know if this is possible. I want to bring out one of my daggers. I'm literally like trying to cut the back of his ankles. Like basically cut like that, the Atili cannon, the back of his ankles. Oh, I'd say you have to pick an action. You only have the one. Oh, Okay. I totally thought he's going to make you roll decks to see if you cut your own rope. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, no, I'll just, I'll just, tie, I'll just time up. Okay. Yeah. Roll me a dexterity check. That would be dexterity. A seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. You start to move, and it kind of looks at you, and it's like waiting around, trying to grab you, but you're moving really close to it unable to grab you or stop you as you wrap this thing around. It's not drawn tight, but you have it wrapped around it. You'd probably mm-hmm. just spend another action to try and trip it up with this. 
Okay. Um, be an athletics check on your on a future turn. Would I be able to do that as my bonus action? No, that would be an action. Um, but yeah, you currently have it wrapped or wrapped up with your movement. Okay. Your action, and I'd say that um, that's going to restrict its movement to basically what it has on the other rope. Um. I love okay. It. The the I want to do it for my bonus action, though. Um, I'm going to cast B- blood curse to the marked on it. Okay, which well, is to explain that uh, for so, our lovely so, okay. viewers. Uh, so blood curse of the marked Oops. is a basically any any enemy within sixty feet. Um, I deal double crimson right damage to it until the end of my next turn. That's probably not effective, seeming how you haven't started a crimson right on it. Oh wait, did I pick the wrong one? I may have picked the wrong one. It only lasts till the end of your next turn. I would know, I re- I'd recommend using your crimson right and then using that and then attacking it. Mm, Otherwise, yeah, it yeah, seems do it, ineffective. Yeah, sorry, do it, do it the other way around. Sorry. Okay, my bad. Okay, I will hold off. That I'll hold off and then. Um, but you could, I believe, start a crimson right to initiate your. Yeah. So that's what I'll do. Is is, is you'll see Gemini just basically back off and pull out both her daggers. And once, and they're both gonna just start, or I can only do it on one. You only can do one. Um, I could do one or one on each of them. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. No, okay. You're gonna see Gemini pull out. Um, actually, I'm gonna pull out my black boomerang. I'm gonna pull out my black boomerang, and it's just gonna light up blue. Okay. Yeah. No problem. The golem. Who does it want to hurt? Well, sadly, Gemini. Despite the nicks and scratches from everybody else around, you're sitting there running circles around it, and I'm sure that's just pissing this thing off like no other. It's going to try and club you. I'm already weak. (laughs) Yeah. What's your AC? 13. 13. Both hit. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Both hit. I'm dead. Again. I don't understand it for a character that has so many hit points. Why? Well, because like you constantly use your crimson eye. right, and you, you just burned another five. five hit points. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking for my other D eight. Go. Go. <laughs> He's looking for other <laughs> dice. <laughs> when the DM's scrounging oh, for dice, that's yeah, a big hit. Um, seventeen damage from the first blow. Oh, there's max from damage. One of them. Golden axe. Golden axe, come save me. How again. much health are you? I have twenty nine left. So I'm now at 12 off the first oh, hit. That was just the first that hit. That was just the first hit. We really do need a cleric friend. Yeah. Maybe that'll be Kyle's next character. <laughs> <laughs> second hit. You said you have 12 left? Mm-hmm. It's literally 11. <laughs> oh, no. You can check my dice if you want. So, so Gemini, Gemini now falls, and uh, just... I, I, I figured one hit point. You got one left. One hit point. Hit point left. But, she's, but she's barely standing at this point. You're good, you're good, to, go. You're good to go. You're just fine. You're fine. <laughs> just hang on to that rope there, Gemini. It's, it's just a scrape. You're good. Just a flesh wound. Nothing. <laughs> Let your ankles off. This, this character is weirdly turning out not the way that I wanted it to. That's just the dice. That's not the character. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're right. a very easy target with your leather armor. Let's just say that. At least she's cute. All right. Yeah. Am, I, am I next? That's debatable. Black Rabbit's next. Oh, Black Rabbit, too. Said she was cute, not hot. It's like girl next door cute. Still debatable. <laughs> You see a little arrow shoot out from the darkness from her hiding spot, catch this thing for some damage. I don't say how much. 
Next up. Oh, Marcus. Get him, Marcus. Get him. Does Marcus have any healing spells? No. No, he doesn't. I don't think this is working out for us, guys. That's one big motherfucker. He's gonna roll a dice because he doesn't know things that I know. He casts a spell similar to what um, our good old Salarin's is casting, a chromatic orb of lightning, and shoots it at this thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. For 14 points. Nice. Oh, okay, good. Marcus likes his <laughs> lightning. As this lightning hits, <laughs> this creature looked like its flesh was getting tired and bruised from the bat- the batters, but as the lightning hits it, it's like almost like it's energized, charged like a battery. No. Oh, wow. No. Marcus, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my. It's getting stronger. Next up, Golden Axe. Uh, okay. How close am I to Gemini? Um, Gemini is 15 feet away. And in the grasp of this large creature. Okay. So uh, so, so what you're saying is that this golem has, has got her in his hand. I'd or say it's... thematically, yes. Mechanically, no. Is there a way that I can... So if I'm 15 feet away, is there a way that I can um, cast uh, Cure Wounds? You'd have to get right up to touch her, but yes, you could. Um, it's a touch spell. It's a good touch. was a good touch. And then, okay. <laughs> is, that a, is that a Madonna you could, song? You, you could always grab me and like drag me out of the way, too. No. And then get too heavy. splattered by that thing. It's a lot of work. You calling me fat? Nope. <laughs> so many Harleys. Right? Must be the summer. Okay, so Golden Axe is going to... Um, she's going to make a run for it. And uh, just see if she can run past Gemini um, and, and touch her by first licking her finger and shoving it into her ear. <laughs> the Lily of Love. Yes. I love it. For 20 point, for twenty hit points. All right. Nice. For 20? Oh, thank you. And are you trying to run away? Yeah. After doing that? Just keep going. <laughs> Just like a, a drive-by. Drive-by wet Willie. <laughs> All right. You reach out and touch Gemini. Gemini, you feel much better. Yield. But as you do and start to move further away from this thing and out of its reach, it swings at you with its attack of opportunity. Oh. Oh, oh no. Hitting nope. you for seven points of damage. No good deed goes unpunished. Would, as she ran by me, is there any chance that I would see that happening and be able to yell at Golden Axe to like duck or anything like that? I mean, you can yell duck, but it's too late, is it? It's too late? Like, I, think, I was wondering if, like, that would, like, give her advantage on it or something like There's that. There's no or? advantage to your AC, sadly. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Okay. All right. Flintpin. Uh, Flintpin with his fancy flintlock pistols. Um, yeah. I feel like he would have a decent understanding of how these works, being, like, a total gearhead. 
Yeah. Um, but he is going to just throw caution to the wind and aim both of them at this thing's eyes, ideally, to try to blind it in some way and let him fly. Okay. I have no idea what they I do. I like it. <laughs> I need you to make a ranged attack roll. This is with your dexterity. Okay. But because you're not yet proficient with these, first time using them, you roll with disadvantage. All right. Guns don't kill gnomes. Gnomes uh, kill gnomes. Four total. <laughs> to hit. To hit. Okay. And your second shot? I'm assuming you're firing both of them. Oh, both with disadvantage. First first shot was a four. I feel like, aren't these pistols basically like four as big again. as you? He's going to just like blast them back across the room or something. Flimpin, you do your best to brace yourself in the water. You step wide stance. Outstretch both your arms and fire. Both the shots impact into the ceiling as you go flying off your feet into the water. Shit. It is work. Oh my god! If we ever get our own comic book, that's going to be a really good, yeah. really good scene. <laughs> yeah. Flimpin. As you hit the water, some of it enters your mouth, and oh. you taste it. It tastes like you're not too sure. Almost like crude oil. Oh. Um, the impact hits the ceiling. Renigo and Gemini both within the area. I need you to make me reflex saves as the ceiling stone starts to crumble away. But that's around him. He has to make reflex. <laughs> Did reflex? Yeah. Or dexterity. Dexterity, dexterity. sorry. Okay. Um, 11. 11. Eight. Oh my god, reflex save. And like that, stones start to fall, hitting both of you. He brings his arm up and shields as one of these big rocks comes and deflects it off him. go. you take eight points of damage. Gemini, you take nine. As these rocks come crumbling down, he roars in frustration, looking for the target. Flintpin, luckily enough, is under the water. <laughs> and there's four of me. And there is four of you. Oh, you guys would have seen four Flintpins doing this. <laughs> but only two yeah. impacts. Even a better comic strip. Wait, why? why? He, I cast mirror image. He cast mirror image, which oh. creates copies of him to do exactly similar things. Mm-hmm. But they all stay relatively close to him. Mm-hmm. So, um, for my move action, can I, I just want to make sure I'm within 30 feet of it. You are. Okay. Then I'm not making a move action. Okay. Are you going to get to your feet? Yeah, I might as well. Okay. <laughs> you get up. Sal, you're up. Oh, is there short line that everyone, like, can everyone get out of the water? Is there a space for us to be? The steps near the entrance where the, you first came in, the two landings on either side by the rooms themselves and inside those rooms, everything else is in the water. Or if you're nimble enough to climb those pillars. Mm, no, I won't do that. And my other question is, does this thing understand common? doesn't appear to. All you've seen so far is the roars and murmurs and attempts to slam your face into the or your friend's faces into the walls. But when Flint Pin used uh, the mind reading thing, it said kill. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to cast suggestion on it then. Okay. What do you suggest? 
kill. <laughs> kill self. Um, be specific. I know. I'm either going to tell it to leave or just tell it to lay down. I think just tell it to lay down. I'm going to. For s- a long time, go to sleep. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Drink water. Lay down. I'm going to I'm going to suggest it to lay down and have a nap. All right. As you tell it to do that, its eyes lock at you and you can see that burning red anger and hatred turn towards Sal as if he just wants to tear you apart. Flimpin in your mind you hear. It's not really a word, but that's the thoughts going through its head. Just pure anger. As that spell still active? Right, mine detect thought is. Um, you haven't cast, cast another concentration spell yet. I'm guessing it doesn't understand common. <laughs> Die, Frost, what do you want to do? All right, I am going to take my arrows and flask, my everything, move out of the water to the steps where we walked in. You don't know the water is anything special. You rolled and failed that check. Oh, yeah, I rolled and a natty one. is not one to tell anybody anything. That's true. Okay, I am firing a fire, flaming arrow at this thing. Oh shit! Son what of a oh, we're just said something. Die, uh, uh, if I may. <laughs> Roll it. Okay. Um. Hold on. Uh, oh, what would I roll that with? It's a arrow shot. Your attack roll, man. Oh, attack. Oh yeah, yeah. Attack roll seventeen is what I rolled. It's gonna hit. All right. And roll damage. Don't fall over. Don't fall over. <laughs> Short bow is one... 1d6. Six. Plus your sneak attack as you have friends in melee range. Oh, sweet. So 3d6 extra. 3d6. So 4d6 total. Ow. Okay. That is a... Uh, 16. 16. Plus the arrow. piercing? Plus piercing it says here, right? It's piercing arrows, damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it oh, pierces your flesh. Yeah. The arrow flies to the air, lit on fire, coming towards it. And this creature turns toward it, its eyes, beating on these this arrow, the fire, in fact. And for a second, you see this look of almost like fear as it hits him. And it roars, trying to beat the fire out. It hits the thing, flailing around. And Flimpin, you watch in horror as its arms and this flailing mask gets closer and closer to this oil. And this is where we end, guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Salarin dons his bestest outfit. Oh, man. For the Tiefly 